0: Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On this episode, I want to share with you the mindset that will maximize your business profitability. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram and welcome to Optimize. So when i was getting started and building out my business you know and even years later after i had gotten to a point where things were successful and stable things were going pretty well i was spending a lot of time working on things in my business and i felt very productive because i was getting the stuff done that was actually tangible that i could see the impact from and I was getting everything done. And I thought at the time that I was doing everything right. You know, if there are sales orders to fulfill, or there are, you know, marketing materials to be created, or, you know, there are, you know, people to hire, job descriptions, job posts, graphics, whatever it is, right? If you're getting it done, then you're productive. And that's the way that I felt. And what happened was a really interesting thing. So I was working this way for a certain time, and my results kept getting better and better and better. And I was getting excited, and I felt like, well, I've, I've unlocked it, right? I know how to be successful in business, and I'm doing what I need to do. But then I got to a, a point of, you know, decent profitability, but certainly nothing I was going to get that excited about. But at least I could pay my bills and I could make a living based on the business that I was running. But I noticed that I wasn't able to grow it past that point. I sort of got to a point where it was a little bit stagnant and I couldn't seem to figure out, you know, I I looked at the marketing and I I looked at the sales and I looked at the products and I was like, well, you know, what is it? Like, what am I doing wrong? And then um, I actually saw or attended a conference Or maybe I I heard an audio. Don't remember where I first heard it. But there was a guy uh, named Michael Gerber. And he said something that struck me as completely profound and spot on for my particular situation. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs. And he said, you don't want to be working in your business. You want to be working on your business. And when he explained what that meant, and I realized how powerful that was, I realized I was missing the boat the entire time. I was so focused on doing the, 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 the tactical, the, you know, the production side of the business, that I was busy and I felt really good, but I wasn't building the actual business itself. I was just building out the inside of the business to the level it was at. But if I wanted to raise the level to another level, I needed to work on the business. And this is where mindset comes in. And the best mindset that you can develop if you want to maximize the profitability of your company, if you really want to get it to a point where you know it's, it's going to achieve the highest and wildest dreams you ever had, you need to think with the mindset of an investor. And what I mean by that is, if you are running your business, imagine that you were an investor. And somebody else, your twin brother, your twin sister, your evil cousin, was running the business. And you came in to sit down at the table across from them in the boardroom or conference room or maybe their kitchen table if it's a work-at-home business. And their job was to pitch you on why you'd want to invest in their business. And so, you know, think of it and what would you say? Well, you know, we create these products and we've got the you know uh, we've got some good customers and we make decent sales and I think the market kind of likes us and what the investors are going to say is okay well what does it cost you to get your average customer and most entrepreneurs are going to scratch their head and go well I don't know I mean we run some ads we do some social media stuff we put a you know Flyer up at the Lions Club in town or the Moose Lodge. I mean, I'm not really sure. Well, how much do you make on your average customer? Well, uh, our products sell for 27 and 97 and And they would look at you with a blank stare. They'd get up, kindly excuse themselves, and walk out of the room. And you'd never see a nickel from them. Because an investor isn't going to look at it from the perspective of whether or not you love your product. I mean, obviously that matters, but they want to know the numbers. They want to know the nuts and bolts. They want to know what is the potential? What is the ceiling for this business? If I'm going to put money in, I'm not interested in you treading water and giving me back a 2% return five years later. What I want is to explode this. I want to see, you know, 3000% growth over the next several years. So what I wanna know is, does your business have that potential? What's your target market? Do you really understand it? How big is it? Who are your major competitors? You know, What are the major competitors doing in your space? Is there something that you can do? What's your competitive advantage? What is your unique selling proposition? What are the things that make your product so unique or your service so unique that they are gonna want to invest in it? And, you know, and then again, like, what is your cost of customer acquisition? And then what is your return on that cost? You know, if you are spending less than you're making, well, that is something they can see as infinitely and instantly scalable. If they plug that into a distribution network, if they plug that in to more advertising, more promotion, they can see how that would scale. They can see how that would make a lot of money. And so as a business owner, while you may need to do some stuff in your business, of course, if you don't, you know, especially if you're a solopreneur, you want to start thinking though about how you can outsource and offload all of the things that are tactical, all the things that are repetitive in your business, and you want to start answering all those other questions. Do a competitive analysis in your industry, understand who the competitors are, Understand their strengths and weaknesses. Understand how you fit into that. Reach out to your customers. Find out why they bought from you. What it is about you and your company and your products and your services that make you stand out. Why did they choose you over everybody else when they had those other options? Look at all of those elements and make processes for everything that you do. You know, yes, I know how to do the marketing. It's right here is not gonna satisfy or help anybody, right? Because the fact is, that means that the, that the business is in a stranglehold by your mind. If you get sick, if you need to leave the company, if you decide you're not gonna you know work there anymore, then the entire business goes up in smoke because everything that you're doing is based on you and your grit and your intuition, and you might be fantastic at all that stuff but that isn't packageable, that isn't scalable. So you need to find a way to compartmentalize the functions of your business and give those off to people or at least put them in a situation where they could be. If you're not ready to go hire people, that's fine, but you need them compartmentalized in a way where they can be so it's infinitely scalable. If I see you lack manpower, but I know that you lack manpower, but if you had it, I could plug four people into your operation and make it five times more productive and successful and larger and multiply sales by five times in a month, I'm in. You know That's gonna be something that excites me as an investor. And so that's the way you wanna start thinking. You wanna start thinking of it from the perspective of if you had a check in your hand for whatever it is, 25,000, 100,000, $1 a million dollars, and you were sitting across the table from yourself, would you be willing to give that check? Or somebody who's like you in your situation with your business, would you be willing to invest that in your own business? If the answer is no, then you need to make some modifications until it becomes yes. And when you get to that point, now it not only makes your business more profitable, it makes it more scalable, it makes you more valuable as a leader, And the other thing that it does is it makes your business an asset. See, for a lot of us, our business is just a job that we get paid money to sort of write our own rules to do. Because if we're chained to it, if the minute we leave, it collapses, then we hardly have a business. We really have a job. If we stop working and it stops running, that's not much of a business. But when you get to a point where you have it all compartmentalized and you have processes for everything, you could literally step away and hire somebody to do what you do and the business could run on its own. That's where you start to unlock the magic. That's where you start to get into territory where, yes, investors would want to invest and then you could even potentially sell the asset and cash out of your own business for a lot of money if you do it right. You know, um, I was, when I was in business school, uh, one of my professors was a venture capital professor, and he had done venture capital for his career prior to deciding to teach, and he was actually still doing it on the side. And, um, you know, for disclosure reasons, I won't disclose specific details, but I will tell you that one of the things that he used to do was fly around the country and he would look at companies that were growing to see whether, he, whether or not he wanted to invest his money in them. And I remember him telling the story, and it always stuck with me, about there was one particular company that he went to see. And it was sort of a fledgling industry at the time, which has grown quite a bit. And they were the number one company in that space at the time, but they were still small. And so he was intrigued, and he went down to see their operation because for him, he was pretty savvy and understood what he was looking for. And so he said, show me the operation, show me what makes you unique. And so they showed, the, showed him their proprietary process for what they were doing. And it was something that literally anybody could do if they had just thought it through a little bit. And so he chose not to invest because he said, you know, they don't have a competitive advantage. They happen to be first in the space, and they have a cool like business that they're doing, but they're going to be very vulnerable to competition. And as I look at the market space they're in right now, I don't honestly know who the number one player is. They are still around. They do still exist, and maybe they've made some changes. But there are several other competitors in their space that I would argue are probably at least as large, if not very close, Because I've seen them around just as much. And so, you know, they could have had, you know, they could have dominated the market had they done it the right way. But they didn't really have a process. They didn't really have something that was unique and something that was going to, you know, be something that would prevent them from being attacked by the competition. And so, the most powerful mindset for profitability in your business is to start to think like an investor. And when you do that, everything else starts to change around you. Until next time, as always, no matter what it is you want to accomplish in your business and your life, don't compromise. Optimize.